Hey, Carlos. Hey, what's going on? Fancy. <laughs> I don't know what to call you on this. Fancy or... I just call you Andres most of the time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fine. Either either way. <laughs> Fa the Fancy Avenger. Yeah, yes. You're the Fancy Avenger. <laughs> exactly. They, the they... Spanish version. <laughs> right. If you go to Madrid and watch it, you're like one of the Avengers. That's fu we exactly. would just show up at the end. Yeah. When like Spider-Man shows up at the last second. Yeah, they didn't have any uh, Hispanic uh, superheroes until recently. Blue Beetle. The, uh, Blue Beetle. <laughs> oh my God, my dad said he went and saw it and there's just Mexicans everywhere. Talking. Right, you want to see the, the representation matters. but um, There's also Miguel Pena in uh, Ant-Man, but he doesn't really have superpowers. Uh, what, Michael Pena. Not, yeah, oh, Miguel. My, not Miguel Pena. <laughs> Miguel <Skeleton>. Pena. <laughs> Michael Pena, he has a great... I'm going to call him Miguel Pena. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. He's funny. I liked him in Observe and Report with Seth Rogen. Yeah. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. no he's, he's an awesome actor. So dark. Welcome to another episode of SOS VHS. Today, Carlos and I are discussing one of the biggest movies of all time, Avengers Endgame. Uh, are you an MCU fan? I am. I'm not super into like the Disney Plus shows. Um, right. The original yeah, saga. But I, exactly. But I, uh, Iron Man came out in 07. I, w I had just moved to LA. Yeah. Um, I remember when it came out like that weekend, like that's when Variety still came out. So you would like read Variety, like the numbers on Monday. I was in New York. I was in school. I, it blew my mind. I thought it was like also John Favreau, who I have followed my whole life. You know, I, yeah. someone that I admire as an actor and more in the comedy space. Elf and even was... Right. Yeah. 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 But they, he was always doing. I mean, he was always very talented, but more in the comedy space. Mm -hmm. And then he came up with a, one of the biggest action movies. It's so cool. Like, and 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 I think the story that I I remember reading at that time was like Robert Downey Jr. was chasing this role. Mm, and, I didn't know that. And I thought that's the best. The best. This is decision the whole MCU uh, have done was casting him as Iron Man. You know what's funny is I had a friend who was like. It was between him, Chris Evans, and I forget the third who would have been Captain America. Yeah. And like he was all over the news that morning. His name was Michael Cassidy. He's famous for being on a show called The OC. Right. And um, he actually, he got on The OC because he didn't get uh, Superman a couple of years earlier. It was between oh. him and the other guy that went nowhere. Right. That's crazy, you know, and, like the, how much your, your life could have changed. Nobody knew who Chris Evans was before. before did Captain some America. small things. Yeah. Right. Like my little sister, Carolina, like yeah. had a big crush on him. And that's how I knew who he was. Right. But um, but Robert Downey was already uh, pretty big. It was just hell his, yeah. his comeback, I guess, in a, in a, to the mainstream. I was obsessed with him my whole life. My right. mom really liked him. Like, she was always like, it's, like, it's okay that he went to jail. He's struggling. Right. Like, I think she saw a little bit of me in him or something, uh, like this struggling uh, guy or something. And yeah. Like, so I, in this business. <laughs> yeah. I always had like this empathy for him. And I, I love RDJ because I, I saw now like a, maybe like a couple months ago that he just lives in Malibu and like hangs out with goats and like, yeah dogs and all these things and he married a producer and like he didn't you know that which seems like humble for hollywood right right no i i, I always like him i i think uh he made that movie the the biography of chaplin and i think mm -hmm. he was so good in it but then when he was cast as iron man i thought okay well the the whole theme made sense i i like iron man the comic book it was one of those off comic books you know my brother was into spider-man and and the, kind of like a main wait the ultimates 
the Mark Miller ones. Yeah. Because yeah. I read those yeah. after the Avengers because I read that a lot of the Avengers or the MCU is based off of right. those. I think it's Mark Miller who did Kick-Ass, right? Yeah, he did Kick-Ass. But, but I, I had tons of, I mean, I don't even, I don't remember the writers, but growing yeah. up, I read Iron Man. It was like kind of like a, a smaller character, obviously, mm-hmm. compared to Spider-Man. And, but yeah. uh, getting the whole MCU around him was a great idea. And then I think his performance was awesome. Yeah. I didn't love him like in all the movies. I think eventually he becomes a little more like of a kind of like gimmicky, ticky. But isn't that the writing's fault? That's what's their name. Like do, who wrote these movies? Uh, Whedon? Josh, Josh Whedon? Whedon? I think he, he did uh, the, Avengers. the first Avengers and, and Age of Ultron. Okay. Um, And he's a little more, yeah, cheeky. Very, yeah. And it's very... To me, those that sense of humor. Okay, so here's an example in Endgame. When the Hulk sees his former self in New York yeah. uh, going crazy yeah. and the new self having evolved a little bit, like, is embarrassed. So he goes and tries to emulate it and he's like, oh, scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he does that. And I'm like, that's such like a 2010s joke where you're like too, like, you're above the masculinity and the losing control. So you think you're better than it instead of having empathy for it. I don't know. It's just like an outdated joke. And honestly, half the times it's written by people who would later on be canceled, which <laughs> that's I so love. Funny. Yeah. Uh, but- the writers were as uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Uh, for this, for Endgame, for Endgame, Mark something, no Mark, I don't know. Uh, Who directed Endgame? Uh, the Russo brothers. Oh, uh, that's right. And after Lego, and they they've done. Uh, no, they did Spider Man. No, they did uh, Civil War. So so War. Uh, Winter Soldier, Civil War, and okay. then the two, the Infinity Wars, and 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 Endgame as a as a I guess like a big two movie, one movie, yeah, in of two parts. And I think they did a great job. I never think of of the MCU as a director's medium. I think it's a producer's and a writer's medium. Mm. Uh, they all look pretty similar. They they yes. action. I mean, I think they did a great job with it. But uh, I think it's the writing. And these writers and the Russo brothers have worked together after. And they have not been able, you know, they did the gray man. And yeah, the gray man, which they were probably just like, do whatever you want. Right. And it's, it's it doesn't even like get close to anything that they did here. But I think uh, yeah, Christopher Marcus uh, Andres, oh. he did gray man, he did Infinity War, he did Endgame. Yeah. So him and the, yeah, the Russo brothers. So this guy yeah. just gets rich. Like it's a, it's a writing. It's a it's it's interesting. It's a writing couple. I yeah. mean, a writing team, team and a yeah. writing uh, uh, and a directing team for yeah. for these movies. And also they did a. They, I mean, they were successful. So the writers did uh, Arrest and Development. Okay. And uh, and they were. I think they won an Emmy for it. Mm-hmm. Um. And they did uh, smaller movies before before yeah. getting here. Um. I think Winter Soldier was such a big change in the MCU. I liked it a lot. Winter first... Soldier is one of my favorites. Yeah, right. it's like a spy movie, right? Yeah, it's like... yeah, and and visually, like, I think so. I love Iron Man. I think then the movies lose a little bit of steam. It is a, I mean, this whole it's a ten year journey, right? Yeah. It's twenty two movies, yeah, uh, to end game. And I think it plays with the patience to get there, which is, I think, what they did good uh, versus the DC, tried to rush all of that. They yeah. introduced each character slowly. 
And the first Thor, I, I have no, you know, I didn't like it that much. I think it visually is also very They get ugly. worse and worse, too. So it, it goes like that. Uh, and then the first Avengers, I think, uh, brings everybody together in a good yeah. way. But Winter Soldier, Civil War, those w- movies were, I think, better. And after that, yeah, the Infinity Stones and, and Endgame, I thought they were fantastic in that world. That's a lot for me to, like, understand, though. Like, after, like, Civil War and those, I was like, who are right. these stones? Like, who's this guy Thanos yeah. that's always at the end of the other movies? It was yeah. a little complicated. Even Endgame, like, I followed the MCU pretty closely. Like, there were parts where I was, like, legitimately confused. Because if you think about it, these movies, uh, they have... 40 characters i don't know it's like it's like 40 short films you yeah. have it's like a each character movie. for for 10 minutes and, yeah. and that's it so i thought infinity wars was very efficient i thought it was like a, a perfect script in terms of like how do i tell this massive story and give each character an arc mm-hmm. uh and and get to the plot and also it's Told a little bit from the perspective of the bad guy, so the bad guy kind of has dimension. It's it's. Why it's does a... Thanos have a shirt on at one point? <laughs> it, it it has an armor. <laughs> yeah, but... but like when they catch him at the beginning, <laughs> yeah, he's like it looks like he's living at Shrek's house. Right, right. He looks a little <laughs> bit like a Shrek. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, so Thanos has clothes it's, from where? So I think like yeah. Yeah, and, that's and cue the Smash Mouth uh, <laughs> song. Yeah, yes. that movie. somebody once <laughs> told me. <laughs> uh, but I, th- I think Endgame for me, I think is my favorite of the whole piece because it's a little more of a, it's messier. It's not, you know, it's so slow the beginning, but mm. we have invested 10 years yeah. in knowing these characters and it becomes a character piece. It really doesn't have that much action if you think about it. Like they have the big battle at the end it's oh, kind yeah. of like it's like okay, whatever. It is more like a you know the time heist is is awesome and revisiting. Yeah, I like that a lot. But it's playing. I think someone who is not into the MCU can understand the basic plot, but it definitely will be confused. It's 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 for the fans, you know, like yeah. someone who knows everything and how everything and is interconnected. Yeah, and they're wrapping it up is like you know the end of both Captain America mm-hmm. and. And um, Iron Man also, like, uh, Natasha dies. uh, The time heist really makes it, though. Like, that's such a cool idea. Like, the Avengers have teams, and they go back to different parts in time. Like, to me, I'm like, oh, that's how they got... That's that's the heart of the script. That's what they were pitching. Yeah. That's what they were, like, hired to write. And they they revisit, like, iconic moments in all these 10 years, right? So they go to... The first attack in New York mm-hmm. uh, from from the first Avengers. Yeah. That's the 2012. Then they go to the Age of Ultron Avengers right. to you know to tackle the the other thing. I liked Age of Ultron. It was pretty cool. Like the thing falls. It's a whole I think thing. it's is is very like convoluted plot wise. Yeah, I, uh, it's not like the best one, but it's fun. Yeah, it's it's definitely fun. I mean, it's a fun universe. Uh, but I think Endgame has this the ability to for each character to have. A little bit of an heroic moment and a very heartfelt one mm-hmm. is one of those movies that you kind of like get sad. Oh yeah. Know, the the I guess if you follow closely, you know, Iron Man is this or or Tony Stark is this character who's flashy, selfish, mm-hmm. uh, in space so, at the beginning. Yeah, I'm saying like how they how he's introduced in the beginning of yes. the, of the saga, and then you, you know in in 
the first Avengers, they have this conversation with with uh, Captain America where he said, like, you know, you are not the guy who would sacrifice uh, yeah. for anything, you with know. And good he, storytelling, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you're waiting, like, so many years to to flip yeah. the script and also for 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 this guy who's Captain America who's like this flawless like very like one note yeah. now has to like you know ends up having a life and, and which I love because I like really smart I didn't like Captain America at first I was like he's so like one dimensional right he's like he's like moral in like an old-fashioned way like does he even like black people like <laughs> who is this guy well like, it's he, very you know it's well a at the end you know he does because yeah. anthony mackie gets the uh the, the chill but it's true like he's a guy i mean even the comic book right it's a comic book from the from the 40s mm-hmm. he's fighting nazis it's a very yeah captain america is a very national yeah, uh, I wish that we had him today. Yeah. We could use him today. Yeah, definitely. Although <laughs> Afghanistan and stuff, <laughs> you could send it over. Um, yeah, we won't say the other ones. <laughs> but yeah, I think I I, I agree. It's so one of those characters. He's too good. He's like you know. Uh, I don't like char- I've never liked characters like that. So I liked his evolution throughout the movies where he does struggle he makes the wrong decision i love that he lives his life in the end that right and the music that plays is i mean like what a beautiful ending yeah i always it's funny because the avengers movies they always start like they're going to be really good movies yeah like even like uh the way this starts with hawkeye like with his family i love cold opens absolutely quiet cold opens where you're just entering the world no explanation and it just it starts like a like an Oscar winning movie or something. It's, like, it's a, like a, okay. a drama, and, yeah. and 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 actually, this movie has a lot of drama, big drama moments. And again, another writing decision that I think is is genius. And I don't know if this is the writers, if this is like comes from Kevin. Fish. Yeah. Uh, what's his last name? How do you say Fe- Feige? 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 How do you say it? Spelled, no, well, no idea. Don't don't. He's the biggest producer in Hollywood. It sounds yeah. like a dangerous like, name to pronounce. Though. He. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, I think I think it's a it's a great decision to start the movie five years after the other one. Yes. Which that so it lets those like so Thanos kill half of the world's population, mm-hmm. and five years later, like with time, it becomes real. You know, if the movie had started just the moment the other one ended, like you wouldn't feel the effects, but everybody's depressed. Everybody has changed a lot. Isn't that technically 2023? Yeah. And we're catching up to, yeah. Oh yeah. We are in, we are are right now in 2023. So we're in the end game year, right? We're in the end game, which I think is the last. So Spider-Man takes place in 2025 or something. No, because the the Spider-Man, I think the second Spider-Man is that, Away from home or whatever. Yeah, that, no, it's far from home, right? Or far because from home. Because he goes to Italy. That one comes the same year. That, that That's the movie that comes on the same year. You know, it's Avengers Endgame uh, ends here and is the next movie. Which oh, still, it doesn't happen five years. Oh, of course not. But yeah. But then I think, yeah, I think after that, Spider-Man, that Spider-Man was a huge movie. But yeah, after cool. that, I think the whole MCU needs a revamp in, you know, like- it, I love the last Spider-Man the um, no way home no way home yeah it's so good it's it's, it's we a gotta fun, do that movie i love that movie it's a fun movie and but i think in terms of the mcu and the multiverse and every movie is getting very convoluted very yeah because if you think of the first iron man if takes place in the real world it's it's our world he's just going to war it's like the fight is in downtown la right and now 
if you see the movies today, they feel like we are in a complete different universe. You know, it doesn't That's feel why the real. Space at all. stuff like messes with me. Like I can't stand Thanos's daughter. <laughs> Gamora or, or no, Nebula. not Gamora. I like Gamora. The other Nebula. One. Yeah, I'm like whatever with Nebula. She's always like she has so many scenes. I'm like get out of here. I don't understand your stuff. What this is the best Nebula I think. Like Endgame. If you don't like her here, you oh, don't I was like her. Anywhere. I was fast forwarding her <laughs> scenes. I was so not into Nebula. I like Guardians. Oh, you know what? Guardians of the Galaxy are like my favorite MCU movies. Because they are so fun and, and they don't they the don't take themselves good. seriously. Yeah, I, I think the second one is incredible. The volume two, you yeah. Know, Kurt Russell. <laughs> really what, good. I I, I like the first one a lot. And also in this movie you get to revi- revisit that first moment that was awesome in the credit sequence in the in the mm-hmm. first one, but now from a less uh, you know mm-hmm. uh flattering perspective. And I think that's why this movie is so fun to watch. It's like you Endgame. have invested so much in, in all these characters and you know those scenes. Yeah. And and revisiting I revisiting forgot those about characters. That. What a so, cool idea. Yeah, that's I thought I thought that's a genius idea. Um what do you think of I wish we could do that with like bad friends or think, like stuff. a parallel. Yeah, we go know, back, back we in watch, time. Yeah, we just watch ourselves at this old studio and stuff. Right. Because well, I was going to ask you something else, but the the good thing about this movie is that when they lay out the time travel rules, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it, they're different, yeah. It's pretty simple. Then they betray these rules, not as much in this movie. Or like, I mean, I'd never get hung up in the mechanics of, of time travel because if not, I would not enjoy any movie, you know? Yeah, and it's some guy by the, the beach writing it. And the paradoxes, the paradoxes are always there. But I think they, they betray them in the newer stuff with Loki and all of that. But oh, the yeah. idea that you cannot change the past is a great idea because then you don't. I love it. You know, you, you can do certain things, but you cannot change what happened. It's, it's happened. less messy. Yeah. Totally. And you know what? It made sense to me because I was like, oh, if you go back in the past, that's your future. That's your future. And that's so. It's like, it's fucking back new- to the future. I was like, obviously. Right. So back to the future was a lie. It was a lie. <laughs> So Endgame I got it right. I, th- I think Endgame has a, a at least I thought it was a really uh, interesting way of of dealing with all of that stuff, you yeah. know. And even when when uh, uh, it's explained that if you take the Infinity Stones now, then you're creating these other uh, lines, mm-hmm. you know, that you have to return them and close that loop. Yeah. I thought, okay, it's a it's a very clean way of of dealing with time traveling. Um, but I was going to ask you something. So the MCU changed movies forever mm-hmm. and not as much as the filmmaking style, but also the, the industry. I think now there's no other movies that really can compete. Mm-hmm. And I think all the f- big filmmakers are mad, right? Like, so Scorsese, uh, Scorsese and Spielberg and Lucas, they think yeah. like this, that, that this is not cinema. What, yeah. what, what do you think? Um, I think that when these movies were coming out and they were at their they were hitting their peak like even snl like when guardians came out like they did a sketch being like mc you can't lose because yeah. like no one really thought guardians would like crush it like it did yeah and um i think it's the last time in hollywood where like these like honestly where these like white dudes just like they come out of sundance or whatever and they immediately get into like jurassic world the mcu all these movies right so i do <sighs> I, I like this time. Like, I, I think... Yeah. But I will say it, it... 
It's hard to explain. I guess the, it's not the 70s or the 90s anymore. And I, it, we just had to get used to it. I did like the movies for the most part. I liked most of them and I enjoyed them as like popcorn movies. But I did realize around 2015, I was like, no good movies come out anymore. Carlos, I'm going to kill you. Oh, no. Well, remember when we were in Vegas and you got me so hooked up into gambling, sports gambling? I did. So now I can do it from my phone. Oh, whoa. Can yeah. I? <laughs> you can too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So thanks to my bookie, who is now uh, sponsoring the show. Thank you, my bookie. Uh, we can place gum, uh, bets uh, on our phones. That's insane. Skip the arguments with Uncle Dave on <laughs> right. Thanksgiving and focus on what really matters. Good food, boosted odds, and hitting those turkey day parlays. I just picture this. You're just not watching games, but turning every second into a potential win. With my bookie, you can stream the games and live bet them and turn any game day into a payday. That sounds so nice because Texas is playing Texas Tech the day after Thanksgiving. Right. And there's some Thanksgiving games and I don't want to deal with like talking about politics or the freeway getting on fire in LA. I know. I don't even care about Thanksgiving, but the <laughs> games are cool. Oh, so yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I will, you and I are going to be texting and, and, and uh, betting. Ready to up your game? Sign up today and make your first deposit with promo code SOS for a sweet deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's promo code SOS to claim your bonus. This isn't just a promo code. It's your secret weapon to get the extra edge on the house. The house doesn't always win now. <laughs> right. The best part is you don't need to be a sports whiz to win obviously, at my bookie. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> you can cash in on everything from politics to your favorite shows and then some. Absolutely. You can bet on anything and that's so so much fun. So now with, with MyBookie, you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere. Visit mybookie.website slash join with SOS or look for the link in the description below and use the code SOS for 10% cash bonus up to $200. That's a one-time rollover with a $45 minimum deposit. So th this is the uh, the thing I say to people with like Marvel movies or movies mm -hmm. that are just fun to watch. Is that it's kind of like having junk food, something easy to reach for and you enjoy it, right? Like a candy bar or something like that. But the real good movies like The Godfather, right? Long three-hour movie. That's kind of like eating broccoli and you're like, oh, yeah. oh, I got to, all right, I'm getting into it. But then you're better for it and it has a lasting impression. It's healthier, you know, I feel that way for your movie time. taste. Um, yeah. But this is like, it's like junk food and you just treat it as so like, hey, it's still fun. It is what it is. It has that, that yeah. certain nutritional value, but it's still good. It's just different good. It feels good to me though, because I watch like reality TV and that feels like real junk food. Right. I, I think... I, I think they're above junk food in terms of filmmaking, in terms of movies. But the problem that I have with this is, mm -hmm. and and if we go with the metaphor of, of food, is that that's the only restaurant in town. You yeah. know, that's to me what's the problem. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Is that I don't mind them. I mind that they, what are the other movies, you know? Because they're so popular. They're so huge. No more speed or Independence Day. Like these original ideas that are like kind of cool. There's like one it's like unique thing about it. All IP based mm -hmm. on something and, and it has to be this scale, you know, or the tiny, tiny indies. That That's the world that I've been in, you know, trying to make the yeah. one, $2 million movies. But the 10, the $20 million movies are one, one in a blue moon because you compete with this massive massive temple but movies don't you think you could either be depressed about it 
and like be upset about it or you could just go watch the avengers you know right that's what i feel like it's like i'll just go watch it because robert downey jr is in it you right know? no i i i'm not mad the same way that spielberg or, or scorsese yeah. is mad but i think like my 20 year old me is super happy with these movies you know yeah um I, I love the comic books growing up. I think anyone, if you are 14 to 30, yeah. it's, it's amazing. But as you start getting a little older too, you want to see other things. Is my, you know, that, that what we talk about the 70s, you know, the, yeah. the type of more serious movies or movies that tackle other things are not there. Um, I'm in acceptance. It feels like right. Okay, I really am. Like that. This is the this is new Hollywood. This is what it is. Yeah. What are you gonna like? I think I just read so much criticism and I heard the arguments against it so much. And um, like this goes back to my dad. He likes these movies a lot, and he's someone who always instilled in me with in regards to show business, which is like, well, what are you fucking doing, Carlos? Yeah. Like you think like you know what I mean? Like you do better than the go make the Avengers and make it better. Then it's like okay, well, I probably can't do that. Right. You know? So it's like I I try and give all these movies a chance. Like yeah, we were very against shitting on movies in my house. I agree, and I, yeah. I I'm always very. Uh, benevolent with any sort of movie i i I, even a movie that i dislike uh or that i you know think is shitty i it that is not you know i know how how much it takes to make a movie but as a philosophy of production you know as, as a hollywood take on 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 the industry it's so suffocating, mm-hmm. meaning like they only make these movies. I feel also there's a little bit of fatigue. I think the creative team who designed, let's call it the Infinity Saga, you yeah. know, the the from Iron Man to Endgame was brilliant. Yeah. I think now it's losing a little bit of steam. It's like 10 years of this. I mean, like now, whatever, yeah. 14, 15 years of this. And we're seeing the same movie again and again and again and again. And I think people are going to... Imagine being Kumail. Yeah. <laughs> You work for like 18 months. You change the way you look like, which is insane, by right. the way. Insane. I like, but I'm like, if you're in comedy yeah. and, you're, and like, you're just like a goofy, funny guy, it's so obvious to me. It's like, oh, you're changing your body for money and fame. Yeah. Like, that's so dark to me. I'm like, it's not to be healthy. Like, that's not healthy. Well, that way he could be in a Marvel movie. I mean, a terrible Marvel movie. I know. Well, that's also the other thing. It's like, did you not read the script? Yeah. Didn't you write these scripts, Kumail? Like, haven't you written a script before? Like, But I feel like if you have an opportunity to be in one of those movies, nobody's going to say no. I wonder, though, about people in comedy, though. I really do. Yeah. Where they're like, you can be in it, or but you have to, like, gain 80 pounds of muscle. I'd be yeah. like, come on, man. Like, I'm not I think kidding. it was Leo that told, uh, I think it was Timothy Chalamet said, That's true. he gave That's him right. advice to, to not do any uh, superhero movies. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny because now I see Kumail like doing podcasts and like going back to like these like the comedy shows. It's yeah. like, yeah. I mean, it's 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 difficult. The, the reality is, Marvel is bigger than the than its stars. Like, yes. people as Angelina as, Jolie was in that movie. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and those are were famous people before, right? Like, but I'm saying like, like someone like Chris Evans. Obviously, everybody knows who he is, but he's not a star. Of his own right, he's not gonna make a movie, and people would are gonna see it because it's Chris Evans. They or Gray Man see... would have crushed. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 
And he just got like secretly married in like Boston or something. Oh, I didn't know ago. that. I didn't know that. And I, I think and, like, he's no a one... cool guy and oh, he's he... very smart. I actually, I think he's really cool. Yeah. He's like a Los Feliz dude. And I, I like, he likes to drink. He <laughs> dated Jenny Slate mm-hmm. back in the day or yeah. maybe only a couple of years ago. But so I, he seems I, nice. I just feel like they were in a studio system back in the 20s or 30s. Oh, like yeah. The stars are not what, you know, you don't go to see a movie because uh, Mar Ruffalo is in it, but because yeah. the Hulk is in it. You yeah, know, and like, they ship you to Atlanta and you work in, in front of a green screen right, for years. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your life. But um, didn't Natalie Portman say she didn't want to do it for a really long time? Yeah, they give her like, <laughs> and she she was uh, you know, she I think she's in in a couple of the Thor movies, right? And and but in the last last Avenger, she does something. She has like one appearance in a movie. She's That's, like asleep or something. Yeah, she's, she's a, she, yeah, she has a moment in 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 this movie in Avengers, yeah. uh, Endgame, and and I think they wrap up everything, you know, all the storyline. Yeah. So um, I think. I think Natalie Portman is fine, but yeah, you, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm conflicted with this idea because I enjoy the movies. Mm-hmm. I go to see them. I also I see how happy, you know, everybody is around when, oh, when yeah. you see these movies. Kids love it. Teenagers love it. Yeah. But then I feel like oh, there's no room for any anything else. Um, what do you think of the music? You mentioned the music, and it's something interesting because uh, you it's Alan Silvestri. Mm-hmm. Uh, who did a lot of like awesome movies? Uh, made the music for for Avengers Endgame, but I feel with because like if I tell you to sing, uh, you know, to to remember music from Star Wars or yeah. from any Spielberg movie or Harry Potter or whatever, you you're gonna remember. Not from the Avengers though, but no, from any no any MCU. Like if you think of any, just the, that one like famous song when all the Avengers assemble. Yeah, there's like bum, 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 exactly, bum, exactly. You have that. Bum. You have that theme uh, in in this movie that but is the pretty cool. Original, not the original song. The songs they like buy to put in the movie. I always think are pretty cool. This oh, the are opening. Awesome. Dear Mr. Fantasy by Traffic. Right. that's my favorite. I think intro when the um the uh. Marvel comic book intro. Yeah, I really like. Yeah. That's my too. favorite intro. With but I hate song. when they try and be funny with it. Like with Iron Man three, when they play like Blue by Eiffel sixty five. Yeah. I'm like, okay, there, just do a, a normal song, guys. I, I think that yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the music and, and the anthology. I mean, in in the universe, I, I'm yeah. I'm happy with with uh, Endgame. The last oh, I was gonna say the last song that plays, but that's like not like an MCU like original right. score. No, like, no, no, no. Oh, the, the, the Kings too. Um, <laughs> when uh, they're going to visit Thor. Oh, that's yeah. Nice. I love that's a great song. The, and and so and, and I think I think James Gunn, uh, I mean, had a ride with music when when he did uh, Guardians. Guardians, and they're then so anything good. he does, he's uh, such a you know, this is a Tarantino type of like yeah. Or Scorsese, he knows music so well. How much was how much would that be for all the songs in Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, Five so million much. dollars so for much, all of them. So much. I I I have no idea, but probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, worth it's, it. Yeah, it's worth it for those type of movies. Of course. You're making your little indie movie. You cannot have that. Oh yeah, just take the money from the studio. <laughs> right. And do it. Who cares? Yeah. It's it's a it's uh. I think they did a good job with that. Uh, what's your favorite character in the whole thing? Or the, the storyline that you like. Or Endgame. Or Endgame. Endgame. Probably a tie between Iron Man and Tom Holland. Mm. Yeah. 
I love Tom Holland. In Endgame, he only has this one moment at the very end. Yeah. I just dead. love the Spider-Man movies yeah. the most. Um, in Endgame, I mean, my favorite character is Iron Man. Yeah. I love him. I think he's complicated and funny. And I just think he's cool. Isn't Gwyneth Paltrow like another iron person at the at, end? At the very end. What is that? Because he made <laughs> he made the the suit for her, you know? Yeah. And and, and I guess and he made it one for the daughter just in case they don't so gonna she continue. can go to space now? It's so weird. And sell candles. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Like this smells like my space pussy candle. Exactly. Or something. <laughs> I knew you were gonna go there. Yeah. Um yeah, I think, I mean, I think Robert Downey Jr. does, I mean, after the first Iron Man, I think here he's, he's as it's, you know, at, at his best. Yeah. He's so good in it. You feel all the emotions, all the, all the. He's just the best actor ever, I think. I think he might be the best actor of all time, in my opinion. That's, yeah? Yeah. Like, oh. Of all time. I think it's Robert Downey Jr. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think he's a great Better than actor. Marlon Brando or Meryl Streep. I really believe that. <gasps> uh, yeah. Danny Day-Lewis. Yeah, I really think it's Robert Downey oh, Jr. Oh, interesting. I heard I take, that. Like, I take. I heard that with directors that he's the easiest actor to work with. You just tell him one thing and then he can just go off on it. Yeah. That it doesn't take long for him to adjust per take. I mean, I, I believe him. I mean, the th only thing I don't like about him because I read about him uh, is that he doesn't want to work with uh, small movies, first-time directors, things like that. So oh, really? You know, we cannot get him for any of our movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won't be in the bottoms of Turtle Island. <laughs> right. <laughs> but other than that, I think he's, yeah, he's an amazing actor and I think he... He actually works in this movie. I think the actors do such a good job to make this completely insane uh, yeah. movie uh, grounded, you know, like kind of like you feel the emotions. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like when, yeah, when he takes that final risk, you know, everybody in the audience, I remember like, you know, you see people cry and people being sad. It's like, wait a second, we're just seeing this so... I didn't see it in theaters. You didn't see Endgame in theaters? Oh, no. I, I saw bad. it on my TV. Wow. I rented it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I saw it in the theaters. Yeah. I saw the other ones in theaters, but this is like one of the only ones I didn't. Oh, did you see Infinity? Uh, yeah, I saw the, yeah, all the other ones. So you didn't want to contribute to the biggest box office of all time? Yeah. If they had me, it would have been number one over Avatar. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I just wasn't, I don't know why I didn't go. I just... I wasn't into it. Even yesterday, I, I watched the second half on my iPhone. Interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I fast forwarded through the, the nebula, the nebula, nebula scenes. Like, oh, I had 10 seconds. I had 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. I think, I don't know. I, I think every person you did, I mean, I think there is that evolution of every character, right? The five year. So it's starting from the beginning, right? The idea of like, okay, we're coming in five years later yeah. and everybody has been impacted by this. Yeah. Completely different than what they had before. Mm -hmm. So for Stark is like, yeah, he actually let go and now he have moved on. He has a family. His life is, is good. Yeah, it seems like everything's fine now. It's, yeah, because he he has been stressed out for, for 20 movies, you know? Yeah. He has always been in... He had these nightmares in Ultron, right? That yeah. he will be the end of the Avengers. He would kill everybody, everybody you know? Yeah. He would be the only survivor. Iron Man 3, he's going through like PTSD from New York. Right. So yeah. he, he has all, all these issues all the time. But now, and, and he thinks like he's going to find someone he cannot beat. 
and he does yeah. and then there's no one else so i guess he can focus on his family and i think that's that's cool and then you have thor who actually you know he's not he's not doing well he's he did he he did like what he wanted to do like he completed this task of killing thanos right but, like, but he does it in a way if you think about it is like very non-heroic moment oh i know yeah it's franchise, like a, right it's like it's like cool rage scene. Yeah, it's a really cool scene. Then you see him and he's just like so depressed. Right. He's, he's, he's gaining weight and drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Love Fat Thor. I know. I love Fat Lo- Thor. Too. Yeah. But he's, he's exactly, he's depressed. He He's used to winning. He hasn't found anyone he cannot Fat win. Thor made me a little insecure, guys. Yeah? Yeah. What? Ha- why? Because uh, what happens? Like he gets somewhere and he's like, I need a he wants like a margarita or something and then the first thing i did when i got to work today is is the margarita well no i grabbed a coors light um, a celsius and a liquid death yeah that's like, that's five years of uh solid drinking for thor so. i know i told carlos uh before this podcast i said uh hey uh come do this podcast there's beer <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah that's you're that's welcome. as usual <laughs> that's like the uh, rocket uh gets uh yeah. Thor gets the, him on the ship. On the ship. Exactly. I love Rocket. I call my dog Rocket. <laughs> yeah. I I think also they do a good job with the idea of having so many different types of movies because like I think Guardians of the Galaxy has a tone that's oh, all very, the tones very are different. similar. I mean, that is so different than, than, than Captain America and, and putting all together and still makes sense. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. But you can see it when they play like a Guardians of the Galaxy Kinks like song right. in it, and that's like, oh, we're in the Guardians like tone right section, now. Yeah, right? But I, God, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's, it's the third one. I need to see again. I saw it once. I, th- I think it, it uh, probably the best MCU movie in a long time. But oh yeah, of I course. think I'm like it was sad though. Yeah, too. I was like, this is really sad showing Rocket's like origin story. I'm like, yeah, the- I like cried. I was like, this is like hard to watch. And then I heard another podcast. Excuse me. I think Doughboys, mm. and they were saying the same thing, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Like, I'm not the only one." They play with one. the animal brutality, yeah. like experimentation. They were saying it was manipulative, yeah. And I was like, "I don't know about that. If it's manipulative, like to like." I mean, that's the whole. That's the business. Movies are manipulative, but that was like with your emotions all the time. But I'm like wondering. I'm like, is that so on the nose? Where they show like a shivering small animal, right. where it's like. It can't be that manipulative. <laughs> yeah, I, I I liked it. I think it's okay. I nothing has hit me uh since emotionally. Endgame. Yeah, like in terms of like in the um, MCU. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In the MCU. You're like I haven't cried since Endgame. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've, I've, I remember the experience of Endgame being like, okay, I don't know how they made this movie. The writing, I thought it yeah. was very solid. Yeah. After like a tight 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 infinity stones uh with all the plot it's so plotty and they kind of like super efficiently go through all this stuff now we're here what year did this come out 2018 2019 so i i think i think 2018 i think it's 2017 infinity stone and 2018 uh uh not mistaken, I maybe we can check, but yeah, yeah. skeleton. Do they have Wi Fi on this island? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, I'm with my crystal skull, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think that that works so well, uh, uh for me, like the, the fact that 2019, oh, 2019, 2019, I'm a year divorced, yeah, I'm working at a dog rescue, <laughs> yeah, Bad Friends is about to come out, 
Yeah. I'm watching Ty or I'm listening to Tiger Belly on Wednesdays and I'm living with a French family in Hollywood. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I I yeah, I was making a movie. Yeah. In, in Oh Spain, nice. So I was I was so it was a happy, happy moment, but... The Warriors were good. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of sports stuff happening then. You know, the one big thing... Kobe was fucking alive. Oh, <laughs> God. One, one big thing that, that hit me... Well, the first time I watched it, I hated it. But after watching it last night, after the pandemic, watching it after the pandemic, I really, really... I'm, 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 I'm going to eat that. <laughs> um, watching it after the pandemic i really kind of connected with this loss mm. i lost uh one of my best friends to covid i lost my aunt to covid really i did so the the idea of um steve rogers saying hey you know you got to move on you know he's having that that group therapy session mm -hmm. right and that that really resonated I, especially after the pandemic of like we're going through this trauma and i really connected with that emotionally that i didn't connect the first time so that really did hit me and i was like wow i i felt something that i didn't feel you know four years ago skeleton do you remember though in the support group <laughs> that the guy is like talking about him and his boyfriend. And I was like, oh, MCU, getting super liberal. <laughs> Get it. Yeah. And I was like, by the way, Captain America would be not into a gay couple. He'd be, he, he'd be he, super uh, he conservative. Has, he had time to evolve. Yeah, he did time, have time you know, to evolve. <laughs> 70 years in the eyes. Um, I feel like he would be like Matt Gates. <laughs> 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 yeah in real life wouldn't captain america just have become a senator <laughs> yeah like wouldn't he just be, he like, be like well then there's president yeah he would have been president yeah. like that's what especially oh, man. captain yeah. america's president yeah we would have had space force before trump <laughs> he would have done <laughs> space force you know space force is actually doing like good things right now yeah yeah, they're like watching all the like the nuclear yeah, they, tension and stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, Space Force, pretty cool. Yeah, they they got all these aliens, um, alien <laughs> ships. We're I feel like we're in Space Force we are, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but uh, okay, we're on Team Alabama right now. See, <laughs> so I I think this whole MCU what has done to movies is they they have. So instead of being movies, and I think that's what the the, the criticism from these uh, filmmakers comes to uh, from is that now it is it's more like a event movie. It's a it's yes. a theme park movie. You know, it's like going it's Barbie versus a movie that yeah. is a movie. You know, like just so I don't know. I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know uh, what the direction is gonna go to, but I think. As far as a narrative and storytelling, I think they did a really good job. I think it's one th of those. That's movies. why they're so successful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they 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 did it with patience, right? They planted. You spent time with each character. They could have been terrible. Look at the Hulk from 06. Yeah, it was just whatever. And obviously, Robert Downey Jr. is in the post credit sequence for that. But like, right? Yeah, and they have a lot of like those. But the idea that it, I don't know that when they did Ultron. Right, they already talk about the Infinity Stones, right? So it's like, wait a second, they they they, they plan mm -hmm. the master plan that 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 these guys have is is insane. That is like, insane, just secrecy wise. It's insane. That's tradecraft for Marvel itself and the yeah. uh, the producers there. I mean, I can't. I I don't understand how they did it. So it's Kevin Fig or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know how many producers he would have had in, like, the timelines. I mean, he's he's the head guy, right? And then he has two lieutenants. 
Uh, who are doing the timeline with him. Who are, I guess, I imagine they have all these writers working with them, but I think they have the task of, of telling everybody, okay, we want all of these movies to eventually come together mm-hmm. and we want all of these to eventually go there. So yeah. let's write so each movie doesn't step on the other movies mm-hmm. but connects and adds on and all of that. And it's so many movies. And then they did that with the TV shows to more more success or less success, but the idea that they all fit into this narrative, right? This idea mm-hmm. of that. My guess has always been that at Marvel that uh, they treat the writers really well and there's no competitive, uh, fearful uh, culture of being fired. So at Warner Brothers, when they were making the DC movies, before any of them came out Mm -hmm. in the 2010s, when they were writing them, they would have multiple writing teams uh, write the same script and then they would like basically fight each other. Mm. Like whoever had the best script would go into development. And apparently like Variety, The Hollywood Reporter, I forget which one, but they did a big write-up about this culture at Warner Brothers and how uh, even for the CEOs, they would pitch, uh, they would put them against each other. Yeah. And they were saying that this culture kind of like uh, demolished Warner Brothers' morale. And that's why the DC movies are a little iffy. Yeah. But I like them personally, but... I I think the problem with the DC world is like, I think they have the best character of all time to me, Batman. Batman. And and, and Christopher Nolan did that massive, massive rebranding of that character, mm-hmm. right? It's, and I think at least the two first movies, Begins and, and Batman Begins and, and The Dark Knight are amazing. I, I love think that. the third one is not as good, but in any case, he put that statement there. And then they went, you know, seeing what the other guys are doing and mm-hmm. they want to do their own Avengers, right? So yeah. they're Justice League. And there's no time to introduce all these characters and for us to care about these characters. No, they do it at the beginning in like... In like 10 seconds or whatever. Or, you yeah, know. I think every character, instead of their own movie, they get like six minutes, if that. It's probably more like... Four. Yeah, and therefore to me, like, they, they, they miss... Also, the Zack Snyder world, you know, to me, is not as interesting. I, I think he did... 300 right and with yeah. 300 i didn't he, love 300. he did the, the the speed changes and all that and i think people loved it but then it's like okay you already did that why do we have to see this in every movie all mm-hmm. the time the making superman like dark i don't think it works because superman is like captain america he's like the you know yeah, he's, he's not my dork. favorite he's not my favorite he's me like neither he's too perfect. dorky so it, like the country i'm like whatever with this fucking guy right right and he's <laughs> yeah. too, too moral too centered there's no darkness so that's why i love batman because yeah. he's like you know he's a tormented guy he's rich he's like tony stark oh i i, I know he's rolling up with like two girls <laughs> right it's funny and they're it, like yeah i love when he's yeah and when they're like in the fountain and yeah. The Batman begins. I'm Exa- like, oh, that's funny. Exactly. But he's like, and, and the Tim Burton Batman also was like that. He's mm-hmm. an interesting guy, you know, like yeah. has his demons. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have to have superpowers. Like Superman is too good, too invincible, too whatever. But making him dark and killing people and destroying cities, I thought it was a really bad choice. I, you know what my theory is, is that if the DC movies came out today, I think they would do a lot better because I think that yeah. at the time that they came out, they were trying to be different in tone from the Avengers movies, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But I think at the time, it was the 2010s, the Obama era. I'm convinced that that time was... It was okay, think about like the it was big... more positive. Well, it was... It, well, I think it was... 
uh, fake positive. Mm -hmm. Like we all thought it was positive and then 2016 happens and we see how like divided we really are and that's okay and whatever. But yeah, I just think that the sense of humor back then, what's out the office parks and rec, uh, the Avengers, all these, uh, shows and movies with like irony is like the heart of like the beating heart of their comedic timing. And what I just think that one people are over it and the DC movies had none of that. And I think by this time people are beyond over that kind of humor. But following that logic, that would mean that the Flash would have done so good, you know that, and and it was one of. Well, I blame the Flash on that guy because one, he gets in trouble with the law all the time, and two, that uh, the actor he is terrible. Ezra Miller, I look, I sorry, I just don't think you are the guy. You know, he is not a hero. He's rubs me the wrong way. I don't. But I think it's a good thing. There's a lot to Google about him. He's. Yeah, yeah, I just think he's, he's not, like, not charismatic enough for me to carry the movie. And thank God they have Michael Keaton to, you know, like who have wrote a his moment. lines though. I like no, no, no. And it's also the multiverse. It, I, you know, when they did it with the Spider Man, I think they 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 did such a beautiful moment with everybody. You know, it made sense. It's for a minute. When they did it again and again and again, I'm just like over it but we are so lucky they did multiverse <laughs> so we could get uh michael keaton yeah who yeah. i just think about birdman every time now oh yeah 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 My, he's, he's not batman anymore to you yeah i'm obsessed with birdman oh it's so good <laughs> no i mean he's an amazing actor and very he is very charismatic mm-hmm. i just feel like that movie didn't do well i think the, tone, the flash yeah they pulled it from theaters it did so bad they, that's they, insane and it's the same the same tone i just feel like they haven't cracked it i think they need to Star over, mm-hmm. rebranded. I mean, James Gunn is over there now, uh, head of DC. Okay, I didn't know that. They got him this this year. He, he seems cool. I know he's gotten in trouble and stuff, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know if. I mean, I don't want to. I don't know all the facts or anything, but like, I do like his movies a lot. I know he's kind of like an edge lord or whatever on Twitter or X or whatever. But like, I I haven't followed him that well. I just know him from his, especially his Guardians of the Galaxy, and yeah. then. What he did with um, what's the show on HBO with uh, with Michael uh, with John Cena? Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Oh, Peacemaker. Right, I show. It is. It, it's good. It's, oh, it's really good. It's the same tone, you know. Is is like kind yeah. of like, and then he he rebranded um, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. I love the. Oh my god, so, that one is so fucking good. So I feel like they haven't been super successful, but I think that that's what the DC world might look like in the future. That type of tone, where it's like comedy Cutesy. and yeah. But I gotta say, like Suicide Squad, the the revamped one yeah. is really good. Those scripts are good. Like they're tight scripts. They're funny. Yeah. They have this element, which is kind of like what the boys do and, and yeah. uh, of like also good. the ultra violence, uh, sexuality, all of that and, and comedy, you know? But it doesn't feel gratuitous. Like if you had a kid, you wouldn't like close his eyes. You know what I mean? True. But I'm not sure if it's going to play as well as what they did with Marvel. A million percent. But with Marvel, it seems like they were, they knew what they were doing. Like, yes. yeah, they can't make an R-rated Marvel movie. Right. You know, they're not going to make as much money. They're not going to make a, mi- a billion dollars in an R-rated they sh- Well, like on the comics, like the, the Ultimates, which is kind of like the adult version yeah. of uh, the Avengers, like, 
Iron Man like says really sexual stuff. Right. I don't it, think he's like but that I, politically correct. I feel like the Ant Man rapes those in movies it, I think. are are for older people. You know, yeah. like Kick Ass had that that thing of like, okay, it's it's fun. You know, I always wanted to make a movie with kids where the kids behave like that. I think it's funny in oh, yeah. itself. You know. Mm-hmm. So when Kick Ass, I see kids doing that. It's funny. What's but, the movie that came out about those like three kids like four years ago? They're like bad kids or something. Uh, it was the, the so good they, Seth they, Rogen produced it I think they, they set the house on fire and all of that with a I don't remember I, it was a movie from a couple of years ago with like three kids yes yeah, I can't remember it yeah I forget it too it's yeah. like the kid version of Strays <laughs> like, I see I see no I, it was awesome is it when they like think they got like Molly or, or some sort of pill oh, yeah. they can't open the pill it was yeah. really pills. good but it's 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 fun you know it's a tone but it's not an for everybody, yeah. everything, all of that. So I like things to be realistic, though, in the most like uh, true way to the art. So it's like that was my only hang up about the MCU is it didn't feel like. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I like the DC movies so much. Interesting. And well, I agree with you to the degree that I like the real world. And that's why like I loved Iron Man. The first Iron Man. But I wish he would have said fuck a bunch of times. I mean, yeah, obviously we can't have that. But True. But in terms of like the world is like I recognize the world and I recognize this guy. And it's the mm-hmm. same thing that I have with Batman. He's rich. There's the, the, the suspense in this belief is it's okay. You know, he's yes. rich. He invested in all these toys. He can make that. That's the only yeah. abnormal thing in the world. Right now, the quantum mania and all of this stuff yeah. is just insanity insanity oh and don't in endgame doesn't yeah robert downey jr iron man makes a time machine right he just goes i figured it out and he figures it out really quick yeah that's what i'm saying it's like they, he didn't spend five years trying to figure out which kind of would have been cool if they were like i've been working on this the whole yeah, time i feel like that's why i think people who are who care about the mechanics of time traveling they're never gonna be on board with this yeah and that's why i think they said fuck it you know we're gonna mm-hmm. do it very quick yeah it's gonna be so much fun mm-hmm. that that's all all we care. You know, we're yeah. gonna divide in teams. We're gonna go to three so cool. moments that are f- so fun. Very Ant Man like the heist of it all. Yeah, and <sighs> have that 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 kind of sense of humor. You know, um, and I love going back to New York and seeing the the first movie again from that perspective. So and, cool, and then going to. Ultron and and, mm-hmm. and and also the plans failing so then they have to go to the past past and and and, and Iron like Man the gets 70s and yeah they get to see his dad and and, and oh yeah that was so, so good so they have all those very heartfelt moments mm-hmm. that I think if you th- put all the action together in this movie it's only maybe 20% of the movie which is good because the other Avengers movies it's like the action like I'm someone who fast forwards through a lot of action scenes because I'm like this is for kids yeah 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 like I gotta get to, I need to learn what's going on <laughs> yeah, yeah like yeah. I'll watch a minute of it but I can't watch interesting. everything interesting because yeah I, I thought uh, uh, Infinity Wars has way more action mm-hmm. The good thing about Infinity Wars that I thought was kind of brilliant at the time was showing a, a bad guy with a plan that is is not a selfish plan. He's crazy, but he has a, you know, because Ultron has kind of the same thing, right? Ultron mm-hmm. wants, is the, the idea of like peace for everybody, so let me destroy everything. Yeah. But it becomes so simplistic like that. With with Thanos, it's like he has thought about it. He, oh, yeah. He has saw his planet. Uh, he saw his planet died, you know, kind of like. I don't like the way Thanos looks. He just looks like Josh Brolin. I actually like, I, 
like him in, in the Josh Brolin version, meaning like, because if you see Thanos in all those little clips that you say in all those other movies, yeah. he oh, yeah, doesn't he's... look completely there. But with the Josh Brolin, I think he brought, he made it real for me. I just wish he was like the bad guy in the Justice League. Like, <laughs> okay. that's actually like scary to me. I'm like, this guy is like, that's like a scary alien. Like Josh, like Thanos just looked like a, like Barney's stepdad or something. Like, I was just like. I, I just feel like he's not as scary, especially in Infinity Wars, because yeah. we are with him and we're mm. seeing his perspective. Yeah. He seems way more evil in Avengers Endgame because, uh, we were not with him. We're seeing him through Nebula and yeah. seeing him through the other characters. I've just never been afraid of him, oh. which is weird. Like, I've just never had this fear of Thanos. Oh. Like, which is like, I, that's why I really like the Zack Snyder Justice League. So I'm like, that shit, like, it's like crazy. Like, okay. they just destroy everything. Like, I like the wreckage in those movies. Like, the Spider-Man or the Superman versus... Batman versus Superman. Yeah, when there's like that insane. Well, no, the oh, you one mean Man of Steel. Yeah, Man of Steel when he like destroys Toronto or whatever. Right. I <laughs> like, to me like he's destroying like uh, uh, Metropolis. Yeah, but when they destroy uh, the city at the beginning of uh, God, what is it? I think it's Civil War. There's like this big destruction. I mean, in in the Age of Ultron, they destroy Sarkovia, right? That's or, right, and it's like a huge deal to them. It's and, a huge deal, and also it it pays off later in terms of like you know you guys are just destroying things and people don't like you. With Superman, I felt when I was seeing that fight and Man of Steel when he is destroying half of the city, and this is Superman, and you don't see anyone dying. It's like. I, to me, it didn't make any sense. And that actually yeah. he kills the guy is like, it's wrong for a character that's supposed to be so oh, super Yeah, I agree. He's Superman. Yeah, that Why was, does he have to be tormented, you know? Yeah, he doesn't like murder right. Superman. And also no. he doesn't like fly through buildings to catch someone. He goes around. Right, right, right. Like, obviously. So I think for me that that getting him dark to a dark spot place, you know, like in, in have a tormented soul didn't, didn't work for me. Yeah. Believing in, you know, it's not my favorite character, like I said, Superman, yeah. but it's like, okay, at least he should be this symbol of peace and yes, and of morality, the best of everybody. You know, I saw Man of Steel at the Arc Light, and I went to Fat Burger after. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. Mm. Island and Sunset, and it's the same Fat Burger where Bobby's picture was on the wall for That's like ten funny. years because okay. he did like the one pound challenge or something. Of course he did. Oh, I've been meaning to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. You I want to do that too. Yeah, go. I wonder what they did. What they probably just threw away his yeah. picture. <laughs> no, I. I mean, I. Yeah, I. I. I saw it at the art light up. I mean, I. At the dome. Me too. The yeah. dome had this. I loved it, right? Like I have seen it in movies and when I came here, I thought that was the most LA thing. You go to a theater, you know, I saw there the Hateful Late. Me too, at the Dome. Know, the, I yeah. love the Dome. And then when they closed down with the pandemic, I think was one of the... Worst things to ever happen in Los Angeles. That everything became an AMC, right? All the, you know, the Chinese bought the whole... You know Taylor Swift was at the movies last night at the Grove? Yes. I was so glad I don't it's live the over first, there. The second time in history they closed down the Grove. It's insane. That Beyonce movie showed up. is gonna be like Endgame. Yeah, you know it's gonna. In it, I mean, it's not a real movie, but it is a concert movie. You're, you're, well, more people were like, yes. At, I mean, they didn't shut down the Grove for Endgame. No, no. I think no. with with horror, it's just it's insanity. insanity. Endgame reminded me of like Twilight when like everyone showed up at the theater. That yes. kind of thing. Yeah, I. It was one of those things. People were. 
it reminded me of the things that I've seen in in pictures and when people talk about when Star Wars was released, you know, oh yeah, the lines uh, to get into the theater, everybody in costume. That was like Dark Knight. Uh, and Dark Knight Rises in LA, people were super hyped. Yeah, yeah. And and to me, that's so cool. It energizes, you know, being in a theater. I like to go to the theater like early mornings or whatever and be alone so nobody bothers me. Yeah. But uh, the experience, the collective experience of watching a movie with everybody so invested is so awesome. You it know? burns in your memory. It gives the movie like some sort of depth that I've missed so much. And it works with this movie, you know, the laughter works, the crying works, the the everybody boos or claps at the same yeah. time, and it's okay. That's like a well old ma- machine, you know. The, the 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 craft of it is 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 really good. I like um, and what's his name comes out? Chadwick Boseman is in this one, right? Yeah, because he resurrected. Yeah, they kill him in the other one. I I, which also is funny because they they have those scripts, but that was before mm-hmm. they did Black Panther, right? Or like just this around. Thing weird. I mean, I love Black Panther. Yeah, but there's some, I don't know. If, it's just so like racist to me that like in the most poverty stricken continent mm. that Marvel's like we'll give them a fantasy land where they're actually the most powerful continent, and I'm like, it's, it it's, just feels like. Interesting. What? I don't think that that was their vision because what 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 happened with with, and especially with the movie, I think I think they did a really. It's one of my favorite movies of the MCU. The uh, and um, Black I, Panther. I, yeah, I'm I'm blacking on the director right You're now. You're blacking on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm blacking on the director. I'm blanking on the director. Um, <laughs> Spike Lee. No, no, no. Oh my god. Was the who's the director of this? He did. Um, oh, it's uh, it's what? Oh, of course. and he did. It's uh, the one, yeah. I saw the I saw this at Dark Light too. The one uh, about the shooting in Oakland with Michael B. Jordan. Right. Yeah, it's right. that Fertile director. Station, and then he did uh, um, Creed. Yes, and I love the Creed movies. Ryan Coogler. Coogler. Yeah, Ryan Coogler. And I think funny anecdote. Him and I won the same award. Him in the Latin America and the uh, my was like in the Hispanic category. Yeah. He was in the African American category. Wow. Uh, it was a DGA award for best short in 2012. And then from he went to do Fruitvale Station, like Creed and all that. Yeah. I'm, I did Bad Friends. So, <laughs> but, Bad Friends is awesome. But he, uh, I think what he did was bringing all of them, his concerns about his community into the superhero yeah seamless and he was able to talk about interesting things in in a movie like that oh of and, course but he I, didn't create black panther no, like no, the no, original no. creation like, still feels a little right, right. to me no no i i understand i understand yeah. what you say like the the well it's, it's like with with barbie right like you create the, the perfect blonde and then people start rebelling and then you have all the other Barbies. i see yeah and, and this, i just always had that thought about black panther yeah I'm like oh thank you white people they have in the Hollywood. vibranium and they have yeah they, they're so rich and they're so advanced but yeah they it's are like just it's crazy in a way yeah it's uh, it's like okay <laughs> yeah 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 okay I, I i i understand what you're saying yeah um Oh, okay. I uh, favorite scene in 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 Avengers Endgame. Favorite scene, definitely not not one with Nebula. Not Nebula. Um, gosh, 
I honestly, the end with Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. because it sets up uh, the next one. Yeah. Uh, because after this, he goes to Europe. Right. And, and he's like really sad. And I just think that that's. Um, yeah. It's very moving. It's very touching. I think I don't like uh, characters ending and new ones taking over, but I just. Like I've said before, I think Tom Holland is. Yeah, I think those. I mean, he's an amazing actor. But those Spider Mans are just like I think they're some of the best movies I've ever seen. Cool. What's uh, your favorite scene? I think my favorite scenes are the beginning, the setups of the characters. Good, you know, yeah. the no, the no action, and I I enjoy the the time heist. I thought that yeah. the, the going back to New York was really fun, and yeah. and the characters that go to New York and how they fail and they have to go back and all of that. I I really enjoy that. The ending though kind of makes the movie for me. Yes, it really does. I think that I moment also because he's right. So it's set up in Infinity Stones that. In all the possibilities, mm-hmm. there's only one in 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 ten million yeah. where they 14 win. Fourteen million. Fourteen million. Yeah, that they win, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so Doctor Strange um, gives up the stone to oh, protect yeah. uh, him, and then at this moment, you know, everybody's trying to take the glove from mm-hmm. from from Thanos, and they look at each other, right? The kind of like a slow motion moment, and he does this, yeah, uh, you know, telling him this is this is it, this yeah. is the one chance you are, and mm-hmm. he knows that you know this is the moment he has to sacrifice himself for the whole universe, yeah, and he tricks Thanos because mm-hmm. he doesn't need to take the glove, he just takes the stone, yeah, um, and then that moment you see him and it's like, oh my god, he, you know what's gonna happen because mm-hmm. if he does it. So it is an emotional moment. I feel like mm-hmm. it's insane because when I watch it again, I also felt the emotion, the sadness of it. it oh yeah, I think that's plot wise is perfect, and I think the character makes it so it's it lands. Is that also because you have a daughter now? Y- yeah, maybe, maybe. But I feel I felt it the first time too. I think like mm-hmm. I'm 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 quickly. I I like to lose myself in the movie and not yeah, and not course. bring it to my own life. Yeah. Un- unless it's something that is touching on something very specific, but yeah, and also then it's like when when Gwyneth Paltrow, like, what's her character name? Uh, uh Pep, Pepper, uh, Pepper. Yeah, yeah, she comes and tells him, Hots. you know, you you can you can rest now. You know, yeah. you finally got there. You you did it. You you save everybody. We're safe. Uh, I think it's it's a it's a great moment. And then when you see the ending, right? That kind of the coda to the movie. Like you see yeah. every character that. He, Tony Stark has touched. Oh yeah, you see them grow by by kind I of like movies, that. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, okay. I'll get too sad. <laughs> but that shot at the end with everybody Every- there, yeah, I just, it I was is, too sad for me. I was that's like, incredible, though, to have all yeah. those actors. I just saw all those actors. All those place. actors. Wow. In one shot. Are they CGI'd? No. Or not CGI'd? Are they? They're not placed there. They, no, I think. Oh, they were all I there. I feel they are all there because it's one one of those long takes. Meaning, okay. like, the, the, there's no cuts in the camera, right? The I camera said no. goes from character to character. And this is one thing that, for example, in Age of Ultron with Josh Whedon, and even if I don't like the movie, there's images that I r- always remember. Yeah. In terms of the assembled characters, right? In the yeah. first one, they do that. The, yeah. the three six. So I don't like those shots. You don't like those shots? No, because very self aware or. I well that and also I just I want to feel like I'm there. I don't want to feel like I'm I'm watching a movie. Ah, interesting. I want to. It's like so the, the, then because this movie doesn't have those moments. They and don't I like, have that. like that. The iconic things were like it is a little more self-aware, but yeah. So then, 
And so if they're walking, I want the camera to be like behind shoulder shot Hulk and then, okay. and it's like footsteps, like the camera guy walking. You don't want the slow motion of all of them. I've never liked stuff like in that. The, in the frame, interesting. Yeah, because I don't like when theaters like get excited. Yeah, I do. I I'm do. like, I'm like, okay. I, I, it's oh, part of the, it's part of the thing. That's funny. And, and I miss that. You like that, so I don't like it. That's funny. I miss those moments because right? in Age of Ultron, for example, at the very, very beginning. I know. There's this slow motion of everybody gets into frame for a second you know, know. it's like pic picture perfect mm -hmm. you know like everybody's about to attack but that's not like realistic to me i'm like oh of course not but of course, it, I mean, not. Oh, of course you know that but to me that's why i don't like it right I'm right like, they wouldn't all be perfect uh, like the, that in war <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah you know someone would be stumbling in that moment um okay so i think well um final final thoughts on endgame for me is like i think is the yeah if if, if somebody hasn't seen this movie which is got to be impossible yeah I've, why should they see it i feel you cannot watch this movie without the previous one i think i, I consider them like a one longer movie you mm -hmm. want and understand you have to watch both infinity stones and endgame yeah but i think is the sum of like 10 years of really hard work and, and 22 yes. movies uh you were gonna get the best probably or or for me the best acting of of the whole franchise uh it's not as bloody <coughs> sorry it's not as bloody as the other movies they had the time heist <laughs> and all of that that is so fun but it's more a character driven piece and it's yeah. very entertaining and that's why like it's so interesting to see these characters do real life and have real mm -hmm. emotions and and i think it's as big as it gets, you know, it's one of those things like pop culture wise, you have to, you have to see Endgame. It'll probably be another decade before we get something this big. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure what they're doing these days. You know, I think the TV is maybe big. And I mean, I don't even think it'll be Marvel that creates yeah, um, an event another, like this in our lifetime. It could be a IP from Universal. Or yeah, I mean, Paramount. things are changing, and you guys mentioned Barbie, and I, I know Mattel is the whole purpose of. Is Barbie, Barbie two already being written? I, I I'm assuming that they're gonna do a sequel, but yeah, Mattel has tons of toys, and they're gonna create a Mattel universe. Yeah, they need to have people like Greta Gerwig though writing them. Yeah, yeah. but but you you it was a huge success to do the Mario Brothers uh, Mario mm -hmm. Bros movies. You know, I, so, I liked it. Yeah, so but I'm saying like it's this IP world where all these movies are. are oh, I yeah, it's it, funny. It. It's so obvious, but it's like is that maybe that's like the lasting um, uh, impression that Marvel has done. Like maybe the TV shows are just for the you know super nerdy fans now, like Loki or whatever. Although I liked uh, some of Loki, but yeah. the real impact in show business is. Um, you know, Barbie, Super Mario Brothers, a Donkey Kong movie, whatever. But right. I got to say, like in this post-COVID world where at, where theaters shut down, uh, streaming went through the roof even more. Yeah. I really think like, ironically, this is good for movies now. I, <laughs> like, I agree 100%. Also, any sort of thing that <laughs> brings people together to the yes. theater. Because like I said, like to me... It creates it's community. Like, it's exactly. Yeah. I, I always say that, uh, you know, people had church. I had the movies when mm -hmm. I was growing up. Yeah. And the sense of community. So, like, you know, I feel like the same way, like, when I go to Spain, you go to church and they're pretty empty. So, any event that would bring people That's to so the church, funny. I think, is, is pretty <laughs> the good. The churches are empty in Spain? I think so. You know, yeah. like, it's, it's one of those things that older people are going, but it's a yeah. pretty secular uh, society. I feel like across Europe, there's this 
crisis on our faith. Well, there's definitely one in America, too. Right. It, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I just saw the statistic in the, in the U.S. I think 25 or 30% of of people declare themselves agnostic or, yeah. or atheist. So, I mean, like, that's a lot of people. Yes, they're watching Endgame on their phone during, <laughs> you know, right. during the homily. <laughs> but to me, like, doing the cinema, like, anything that would bring back all the people to, to the church, or in this case, the yeah. church of cinema, is good. And I think... I agree. I... I, I think the streamers did a great job saving movies i don't i'm i'm not against them but the experience of watching the theater is better and yes. and and there is nothing like that and this is one of those events that if you were at the theater uh you know you you felt the energy it's like being at a taylor swift concert and then you, you know? remember the theater and the experience when you rewatch the movie and so you're reliving this like fun yeah. night and like that is something that i've lost with yeah. watching these things on my phone or ipad it's like i remember seeing Django unchained with my dad and brother like that right. was a huge it's, deal it's, for me it's like, a, it's uh, those experiences are incredible and they they, they mold your life engraved yeah, they like mold your brain, your life, and they create what you, they, I feel like they really guide you. They create a map of what you want to do with your life. Yeah. Like if that makes me happy, I want to go try and be happy like that and make those things. And that's also why the Spider-Man movie, the, the, the Away From Home was it? Yeah. The, the last one? No, or, uh, no, no Way, way home. home. No Way Home. I watched home. that in theaters. That was the first post-COVID movie that brought people to the theaters. Yeah. Like, so you have to, you know, like it was, Spiel yeah. Spielberg told Tom Cruise, you saved the movies with, with Top Gun. But before Top Gun was MCU, you yeah. know, and it's I, I feel it's the same type of movie Top Gun will, something that I we could Top talk Gun. about. Uh, those big event movies, I think, bring people back to the theater and it was, therefore I'll are worth it. I was going to say it was so big the last Spider-Man like me and like Esther and I went Esther doesn't go to the movies a lot like we went to the right. um, Glendale and we were like I, I, third row absolutely nerds absolutely freaking out I saw it in the IMAX theater you know so yeah I bought it like it's insane it's, it's a movies. good movie too <laughs> anyway so yeah um, I don't think Endgame needs an endorsement from us I think people have seen Endgame yeah but, this is our end game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh yeah, we'll we'll see you guys next next week. Bye. Can I can I tell you guys something? Yeah. What's up, skeleton? Post credit sequence. Yeah. I love you guys three thousand. <laughs> oh, very emotional moment. Yeah. You probably you 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 fast forward. I think through I that. fast forward a little bit. That's because that. at the beginning of the movie, yeah, uh, you you. Heard no, I remember that part. So at the end, he left a message for his daughter in yeah. the video, which kind of echoes the the what the dad yeah gave him in another in the other Avengers movie. I I did think Jeremy Renner is the luckiest person in all of Hollywood <laughs> for as long as Hollywood's been around. I mean, this guy. <laughs> He, they give him the Born series. He flops it, and he just walks onto the Avengers set and yeah. just set for it, his life now. And I don't think he's the most uh, beloved character. No, <laughs> but he, yeah, he he falls upwards. He, he does. It, he's so lucky that they <laughs> they casted this like twelve years ago because you know it would have been like Issa Rae today. Right, right, right. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, absolutely. Well, well, on that note, <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. <laughs> Bye, yeah, guys. we love you 3000, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>